Welcome to American Dissident Voices. I'm Kevin Alfred Strom. Millions of people read and love mystery stories. Agatha Christie, Conan Doyle, Raymond Chandler. There's a body in the library or the penthouse apartment. Someone's been murdered. And the question is always, who done it? Well, America has been murdered. Who are the killers? Well, a major New York publisher has come right out and told us who the killers are, has actually shown us photographs of the murder taking place. And guess what? The murderers are the subject of the book and his allies, almost all members of the same tribe we've come to know so well, and they are quite proud of what they've done. Will Williams recently wrote in the National Alliance Bulletin, quote, Dr. William Pierce often commented about the adverse influence that Jews Jerry Rubin and Abby Hoffman had on American youth in the 1960s and early 1970s, quoting generously from their widely distributed books to make his points. Rubin was infamous for telling American youth, kill your parents, in his book, Do It. He was killed in a road accident in 1994. This is the background for the coffee-table-sized biography, Did It? From Yippie to Yuppie, Jerry Rubin, an American Revolutionary, by Pat Thomas. Did It? is extraordinary in how it reveals from cover to cover just how Jewish the counterculture movement led by Rubin and Hoffman really was. Someone in our camp needs to write a review of this amazing biography, with its hundreds of photos of Rubin's Jewish co-revolutionists and numerous accounts of their plots to overthrow traditional white America. It's now available from Cosmotheist Books. I have taken a look at parts of Did It and listened to interviews with its author. I reread Rubin's book, Do It, and Steal This Book by his fellow Jewish revolutionary, Abby Hoffman. I don't claim that this radio program is the exhaustive review of Did It that we need, but I did want to let all of you know about it and urge you to get a copy from Cosmotheist Books. The author of the book, Pat Thomas, is a real piece of work. I found no evidence that he's a Jew, but both his looks and his words are so unhealthy that it's impossible not to wonder. And it's painful indeed to have to admit that he's a member of our race. This, I suppose, is what happens from a lifetime of immersion in the very counterculture that our enemies created.
Just listen to what he says. His previous books include Listen, Whitey, The Sights and Sounds of Black Power, which really sounds like something you could curl up with next to the fireplace on those long winter evenings. He was a consultant for the PBS documentary The Black Panthers, Vanguard of the Revolution. And get this, he compiled a three-CD set of boy-raping Jewish poet Allen Ginsberg's ravings for no less than the Allen Ginsberg estate. Ginsberg, who we've covered here on nationalvanguard.org, was a pioneering counterculture figure too, just like Rubin, who also just happened to be Jewish. One reviewer said of the CD set produced by Thomas, quote, Ginsburg's open, gleeful, and articulate queerness bursts through, close quote, and praised so-called songs such as Vomit Express and the, quote, sex-positive folk rock, close quote, Jimmy Berman, Gay Lib Rag, and the ever-so-praiseworthy Guru Blues, which includes the immortal line, quote, I can't find anyone to F me in the A. Well, you get the idea. This is the kind of culture that white kids of my generation were sold as a replacement for the existing American culture. And did it shows us from the pen of a man who apparently approves of it all that the sellers and pushers of this filth were overwhelmingly Jews. As a reader takes in the text, the very revealing quotes, and looks at the large collection of photographs, the sensitive white man or woman cannot help but realize that these weirdly sick people with their inhuman, twisted agenda, and their viscerally disgusting faces, heavy with evil, are very different from us. It's just a half step from that realization to the understanding that the Jews, the tribe, are making war on us and want us dead, and that the counterculture was a major knife thrust twisted into our necks in a murder campaign that is not quite over yet. So, Mr. Thomas, if that is his actual name, has inadvertently done us a service with Did It. The title Did It is, of course, derivative of Jerry Rubin's title for his 1970 book, Do It. It's amazing to me that so many Jewish and Jew-fawning and Jew-blind leftist revolutionaries never seem to notice that their revolutionary manual was published by the very upscale, very Jewish, very establishment Simon & Schuster, 
ensconced in their guerrilla hideout at Rockefeller Center, 635th Avenue, New York City. Right above the Simon & Schuster imprint, bolded, all-caps text, screams at us, Read this book stoned. Rubin's book was adorned by an introduction by anti-white, black rapist of white women, Eldridge Cleaver, who, amidst obscenities, sets the tone by stating, quote, I could unite with Jerry Rubin around the total desire to smash what is now the social order in the United States of America. On the night of October 27, 1967, in the wee-wee hours of that darkness, guns blared in the heart of Black Oakland on 7th and Willow Streets. The quiet of the night was shattered by the minor thunder of the guns. Death stalking a circle around warring men, and the shadow of death was created by the blare leaping from the barrel of a gun. A pig white lay dead, deep fried in the fat of his own bullshit. And another pig white lay there, similar to the dead one in every respect, except that he did not die. This was a rare moment of death for the oppressor and triumph for the oppressed. This Beautiful spark of glory on the streets in the dark in Babylon lights the way, telling those who remain and fight on how to finish the job of offing the pigs. Close quote. Plus ça change, plus c'est la même chose. 1970, 2020. Weaponized blacks, enemy media, enemy money, same enemies, same Jews. A few pages later, Rubin himself adds to that tone. Quote, I went to Oberlin College for a year, graduated from the University of Cincinnati, spent one and a half years in Israel, and started graduate school at Berkeley. I dropped out. I dropped out of the white race and the American nation, close quote. And he says, quote, Our goal is to create fires, blackouts, subway stoppages, strikes, and snowstorms, because only in crisis does liberation come to a city. The revolution declares all land titles null and void. We are urban and rural liberators, seizing land for the people. No more I own it. People who believe they can own natural resources, industries, or land are really candidates for mental institutions. We will bring the war to the suburbs. The middle class creates suburbs as a sanctuary from the fire of the city. In a revolution, there are no sanctuaries. At community meetings all over the land, Bob Dylan will replace the national anthem. There will be no more jails, courts, 
or police. The White House will become a crash pad for anybody without a place to stay in Washington. The world will become one big commune with free food and housing, everything shared. All watches and clocks will be destroyed. There will be no such crime as stealing because everything will be free. The Pentagon will be replaced by an LSD experimental farm. There will be no more schools or churches because the entire world will become one church and school. Close quote. Can anyone actually believe such ridiculous, preposterous lies? How Reuben and Hoffman and Ginsburg and their fellow members of the tribe must have laughed as they wrote such drivel and got paid for it. Near the end of his book, Reuben says, quote, the pigs fired the first shot, but we, the white and black niggers, will fire the last, close quote. I'm not so sure about that. The counterculture of the 1960s and later that the Jews guided and encouraged was a major thrust of the knife that killed our beloved country. I was there, and I remember it well. Hate your parents. Kill your parents. Eat the rich. Quit working. Getting high three times a day is more important. Forget marriage. Forget a traditional family. Have sex with anything that moves man. It's liberation. Experiment with new kinds of sexuality. Don't trust anyone over 30. Get high five times a day. Steal this book. Ho, 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 Ho Chi Minh is going to win. Love everyone. Turn on. Tune in. Drop out. Never stop being high. See God while stoned out of your mind in a gutter filled with filth and urine. Of course, the American establishment was rotten. It did deserve to be rejected by American youth and by everybody else. It had abdicated to its worst enemies and accepted the quote-unquote moral premises of those who wanted it dead. It had just engaged in a hypocritical and servile capitulation to war-mongering Jews and proceeded to slaughter its own kin in Europe on an unprecedented scale for no other reason, really, than Jaime says so. American democracy was a crooked farce. American capitalism was a rapacious and increasingly Jewish slave system masquerading as freedom. American churches were either subversive or massively hypocritical or irredeemably primitive, or all three combined. 
so rotten, all of it. It needed more than just renewal. It needed rebirth, the kind envisioned by Dr. William Pierce, a creative rebirth that leads to excellence in everything, to strength, to upward evolution, to the stars, to life. But the Jews, clever geniuses of rot and destruction as they are, had different answers. They channeled the dissatisfaction and disquiet of white youth into mindlessness, weakness, self-hatred, self-numbing, suicide, dissolution, and death. At the beginning of this program, I told you that America has been murdered, and a major New York publisher has come right out and told us who the killers are, has actually shown us photographs of the murder taking place. And guess what? The murderers are almost all members of the same tribe we've come to know so well, and they are quite proud of what they've done. Now we know who did it. This book is their confession. The question remains, will they get away with it? The answer to that question, my friends, is up to us.
For blood and for soil we will work, we will toil. Heaven is born on the earth. The heroes arise as we shout to the skies. We will now have our rebirth. For blood and for soil.